Hello, 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 everyone. How are you? Hope you're having a fantastic, fantastic day and may peace be upon you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for watching the show. Yes, I can with me, your host, Dr. Isihar Jamil. And today I'm joining by the fabulous, gorgeous, inspirational ladies from the Corporate Dropout, a book project. Darlings, come and say hello. Hello. Hi. Hello. <laughs> it is still early in the morning here, yeah, and some of them are really late at night. But it's just my pleasure to have them today on my show to talk about how you can use a book to build trust and credibility, um, either with yourself, with the audience, and the people around you. So we're going to be having such a conversation today. So. Let's start off with introducing this beautiful lady um, that, that this is the lady that is the bridge, the way I see her, the bridge that made it possible for me to connect with this other amazing ladies, which I absolutely adore. And she mm -hmm. is actually in Hawaii. It's like three o'clock in the morning there for her, but looking absolutely fantastic. Amy, darling, come and say hello. Hello, thank you so much for having us on. I'm so excited. It was worth getting up this early for some of us. I know we probably haven't even been to bed yet, but I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having us. Thank you. And Amy, quickly a little bit about yourself and what you do. Yeah, so I'm a business coach. I help female entrepreneurs really grow and scale their businesses by creating a signature sellable offer that people are ready to buy. Absolutely. That's beautiful. And Amy, also, we have a collaboration together where she helps me a lot with money abundance and rewiring and tapping into my true potential. So Amy, thank you for joining us today, darling. And the next one, I just wanted to introduce this beautiful lady because her vision, her commitment, the fight that she has for women to share the voices, to go out there, to put themselves out there, is absolutely courageous. So Tarin, darling, all the way from the country down under, say hello, yes. introduce yourself. Hello, everybody. It is such a joy to be here and to be surrounded by some of my amazing authors. These faces here, these souls are the reason that I do what I do. And I am, I am the CEO of Four Eagles Publishing, and I specialize in creating books that create impact, inspiration, and igniting people's hearts across the world. We are really a platform that allows people to amplify their voice and their message for the truth that is them, their truth, totally uncensored and told in a way that moves people towards them. Because I think so often in business, we get to see this kind of polished front and storytelling is anything but that. And that's what moves people. Absolutely. Because so, yeah, a lot me. of people just think that, ta-da, here I am, isn't it? In actual reality. Oh my God. How many of you darlings have cried? Yes. How many of you have <laughs> rolled? How many of you have experienced extreme PMS and then amplify all your emotion that you broke down? It is hard work to be a leader. Nobody wants yeah. to be a leader because it is hard work. But if it's not up to us, then who is it that's going to take care 
of the people around us. So beautiful, beautiful mission, Taryn, beautiful. Next, I wanna say hello and let Rai introduce herself. Um, uh, Amy said that she has the easiest time from all of us because Amy is in three o'clock in the morning, Taryn and Jenny in Australia. So Rai, come and introduce and say hello. Sure. Hi, thank you so much for having me. So I'm Ray Hyde Cornell. I'm a copywriter and content marketer. Been um, freelance writing for about 15 years now. And I also teach creative entrepreneurs how to build healthier, happier, more profitable businesses while enjoying the freedom of freelancing. Absolutely. And that is key, isn't it, right? Because the last thing you want is to become the slave to the monster that you created. Yeah, People exactly. say freedom, and then suddenly you'll be like slaving away. So this is not freedom in my book so thank you so much for joining and then the next one I have this gorgeous lady who has a corporate career she was a lawyer before but something within her her passion embracing a part of her that is spiritual that is light and also a vision a conscious vision that she sees that is missing in people's lives so Anjani all the way from down under again Australians are conquering the day today <laughs> say hello and introduce yourself hi there I'm Anjani Amrit and my business empowers women so where I'm a advocate for women's empowerment we also build conscious leaders for the new world and we mobilize change makers and um, it's our mission really to help women transition from the normal nine to five or their corporate role into something that they're passionate about help them make that transition with ease and grace and help them feel empowered doing so and doing it successfully that is beautiful. Thank you so much, Anjani. And what I feel about you, Anjani, is that you're someone I want in my corner because not only are you going to be compassionate for me, but you are going to fight for my voice. You are going to fight for my right and have that compassion and love while doing all the way. So thank you so much. What a blessing to have you. And next, I have the beautiful Sarah Blake here in her, um, if, uh, for those of you who are in the podcast, you can't see, but her, her thing is hero, magician, sage, lover. Wow, tell me more, <laughs> introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Sarah from Denver. Um, those are my archetypes. I am a certified partner in Culture Talk and I use that in my practice. I'm an emotional and uh, emotional intelligence and leadership coach. And one of the foundations of my work is when there is alignment with our values, stories, and surroundings, there's alignment with that. And to understand who you are gets you to that point. And I use archetypes as one of my tools to get there. So that's what my, my hero, magician, sage, and lover is. Beautiful. So it's kind of like the alignment, isn't it, Sarah, that what you work with, because mm -hmm. a part of you can say this, I know this point when I'm not in alignment, there's always a battle, it's exhausting when that happened. So beautiful, thank you. Because for a moment there, Sarah, I thought you're gonna come up with a flower all of a sudden, <laughs> or a fish behind you, you know, something. But it's kind of like who you, in in how you being in that situation, right? And how you have to be in that situation, that yes. is beautiful. Perhaps if we're lucky, we may see some magicians coming out, a <laughs> magic show coming up behind it. But thank you so much, darlings. And today I really wanna ask each and every one of these ladies because 
um, what is their vision and what made them want to share their story in a book. There are multiple other platforms that they can use their voices for. And one of them is a book. So it's not the easiest thing because a book, once you share it, when it's out there, it's like out there kind of thing. It's being seen. Uh, the way I see a book, first and foremost, is always an act of service, a legacy that we can live on. Kind of scary, but it's actually pretty cool uh, when you think about it. So I'm going to come to um, Ray here. So Ray, kind of give us what's the main reason why you wanted to share your story in a book. And also, was it scary? Was it exciting? Were you like, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it, and then click? Yeah, so it was definitely scary. Um, <laughs> I, I think for me, the reason why a book made sense is I'm a writer by trade. I feel like I'm a writer by soul. I've been a writer ever since I was a little kid and I get hold a pen and carry a little notebook in my back pocket. And I feel like the written word is so powerful and it carries so much energy. And in our hyper digital world, there's something about getting back to books and just reading that story on paper that just connects human to human, even through time and space. So the book just felt like the right place for me to share my story, honor my story more so than, you know, on a Instagram live that might be gone in 30 seconds. So it was terrifying. And I shared some things that I didn't know that I was actually going to share, but I wrote my story. I sent it off to Taryn. I had a little freak out the next day, <laughs> emailed her about 97 times, and then I didn't read it again until after it was published. And it was one of those things where that's what felt right for me, because I just had to get it out and trust that what was coming through and, and how I said it and what I needed to say was what whoever was reading it in three months, in three years, in three decades, that's what they needed to hear and how they needed to hear it. Absolutely. Just trusting in the process. Because sometimes in your mind, you start with a vision, right? And then when you start writing, it becomes um, something else. Yeah. And then there's nothing about when people come to you at point and say, you know what? You saved my life. Yeah. Or your words made everything to me that day. There is nothing like it. And at the moment, um, you could probably feel like, oh my God, what have I written and everything? Why would I even do it? Um, but it's absolutely beautiful. And coming into the loop with Amy, because I know Amy, it is also your first time writing a book. What was the process like for you? And why did you choose to write a book? Was it something, I know Amy is like so positive, so but she lives in Hawaii for God's sake, right? Like it's Hawaii, <laughs> the place where everybody wants to be. So what made me choose to write a book, um, especially to share your story? Because I know in some parts of your story, you shared what, you know what, things didn't work out. And when it didn't work out, it didn't work out like really like hugely. You were living in places that you were not imagining it, that you were living and the challenges. So Amy, kind of share your thoughts on that. Yeah, so for me, it was honestly as cliche as it sounds, it was about giving hope to even one other person that read that because for me, I had to kind of advocate for myself throughout my whole journey, right? Like nobody else was saying like, you've got this, like you can move, you can change careers, like nobody was in my corner ever saying that. And so I always felt like 
I was, I was one crazy, right? Cause I was like, nobody <laughs> else is doing this around me. But for me looking back, like I feel so strongly that I was meant to do that so that I can be a beacon for other people and I can show them what's possible. And so I'm someone who grew up in such a tiny town in the middle of the U.S. It's Iowa. I know I know a lot of you probably <laughs> have never even heard of it because it's that insignificant. A lot of farming, a lot of corn, a mm. lot of livestock. And so if I can go from that to living in a million dollar home in Hawaii, all because I was a, like I was willing to take risk and I was willing to do things that weren't conventional. I want this for anybody else who wants it. And I want to show them like, hey, this is possible. And it might not always look the, the you know, like I think everybody paints this vision of like, oh, it's, you know, rainbows and butterflies mm-hmm. and everything is perfect. And it's like, no, actually I had a lot of freaking uh, roadblocks along the way, but I want to be where I am right now had I not been willing to do those things. Absolutely. And it's the risk, isn't it, Amy? The risk and being unconventional, the outliers. You know, Amy, when you when they do the graph, right? You know, they do the graph like that, everything on the, there's a tech talk about it. They do all the dots and then there's Amy there, right outside there. Guess what happens to the Amy on the data? Get crossed over. It doesn't count because it's an outlier. But the outliers, you, me, um, Taryn, Rye, Anjani, Sarah are the ones that are trailblazing the path for others to grow. And literally, we, we're not even in the data, darling. So like, hello, look at where we are. And the roadblocks <laughs> that you went through are like absolutely spot on to like advocate um, to other women. Hey, this is what I've gone through. Let me tell you, darling, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It's not easy but you can go through it. So thank you so much, Amy, for that. It's absolutely beautiful. Taryn, darling, speaking about taking risk, what you do as a publisher is a lot of risk. To share this woman, to put you, to put yourself in front of it. Hey, do you want to share your voice in a book? Do you want to share a story in a book? To, and then to combine everything together is an absolutely freaking nightmare. So why do you even do it like over and over? I'm I'm guessing this is not your first time because you have other women as well to do it over and over and over again. And every time the risk gets bigger. So why is it important for you to still do that over and over again? Mm, So I don't do it for me. Mm. I do it for the trailblazers. I do it for the outliers. I do it for humanity as a way of making it better because I think that we are running so fast as a society and storytelling is something that is so woven throughout the human existence the human DNA what it means to be human those stories are how we learn They're how we connect. They're how we find our people. They're how we remember our ancestors. They're how we find guidance. And yes, it is a lot of risk and it is a lot of work, but it is the most beautiful moment when you see an author who is scared to share her voice or his voice and 
they write this, this story and you hold them through it and you love them through it and you nourish them through it and they come out the other side. And it's not even about just writing a book. That's not why I do it. Do it. It's the healing, transformation and expansion that happens on the other side when they can pop through the other end of the birthing of their book and they look around and they remember how powerful and glorious they are. And it's that expansion in self-confidence in their business and their brand as well to go forward and do even more amazing things and create even more impact and touch even more people. And then someone else goes, oh, I can do that too. And so they go through the process and then they touch other people. And it's like these little lights of joy and expansion and remembrance going off across the globe. That's why I do what I do. Absolutely. And that is the point, Tarin, where nobody believes in them, not even themselves. Yes. But you and other people yeah. are like, you know what, darling, you need to get out there. But, 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 but nope, this is your time. Take yep. it into the spotlight. And that's what yeah. you fight for, for other women to like, you know what? Even if you can't fight for yourself, I will fight it for you. I will carry 100%. you through. I yeah. will take you to the finish line and beyond. Because that's what yeah. leaders do. That's what liars do. That's why we're not in the data. Like you come exactly. back. Exactly. <laughs> I act as the voice in order for them to find theirs. Yes, That's you're the vessel for them. You are the vessel, the vehicle that allows that to happen. And I can see yeah. Sarah here just bursting. Something's coming out here. Like something just kind of like exploded in her. Sarah, darling, come in and share your thoughts about why sharing your voice in a book is important. Or at least it is one of the best things that you can do for, for yourself or uh, for other people. For me personally, I was very grateful that I was able to do this process with Karen because she did um, really hold my hand through the whole process. Mine was very much um, a healing process. I left mm -hmm. my corporate job through lawyers. And so even sharing part of my story, there was so much apprehension behind that. Um, and one of the things I shared with Karen afterwards was it helped me not come from an angry hurtful, vindictive place of how could they get away with this? And it was really more of a healing story and that it's okay if you don't know what you're doing next, you can redefine success for yourself. And that um, just to be able to get that out of me because I was holding it in for so long, um, first off, again, it was healing. And then to let other people know you're not alone. If you, if one other person reads the story and goes, holy crap, I'm going, I'm going through this, or I went through this, or I'm the verge of it. And to be able to help them not go through what I went through, um, I needed to get that story out there. Absolutely. And more like it started off as a healing process for you, isn't it, Sarah? part of your healing process point to share and you know that point when you feel like you're a victim like you said you know coming from blame being a victim and for those of you who are listening that is a normal process just witness it just allow it to happen 
don't make it good, bad, right, or wrong. It's part of the healing process. But then in, in the process, you're like, you know what? This is who I am now. Yes, at one point I was this, and then this is who I am. Because victim mindset, if anybody carries it through, you're going to get, not only you're going to get sick, but you're not going to be winning people over anymore mm -hmm. with that story. Um, because, you know, it is, it, it sells, a, it's a drama thing. It sells a lot, right? It sells a lot. But at one point people are like, eh, this, they don't see you past that victim. But when you share it from the point of, hey, this is what I went through and this is where I am now. And it takes a lot of courage to do that, Sarah. So well done for like, being open being vulnerable and you know having that courage courage is fear plus commitment plus action there's still fear in it that's how yeah. you know you're living so <laughs> beautifully done sarah Thank and i'm going to come to anjani here um because her story is also kind of like hey i'm in the corporate world in in um she, she's a lawyer you're a lawyer and then you're like you know you you have such a fabulous job don't you with the security with the high profile you work with amazing people in your corporate job but there was a transition or like a desire within you that like you know what this is my next move um, and it takes a lot of um, courage to do that but also commitment to make it happen and not to mention the, the salary drop right <laughs> and Johnny so darling come and share why is it important for you to share your story um, in the book because I know lawyers they like either black or white they don't like anything in between so come and share like what what makes you like have a call to do this it the book literally leapt out at me so i'm i'm an introvert and i'm also an intuitive mm -hmm. and i work a lot with energy and when i heard about this book and the title of the book it literally jumped out at me and i couldn't say no the title really resonated with me and i knew that it would resonate with others i knew that i'd be able to really share my story and my transition through this book and I was excited even more than all of that to meet other women who had done what I had done because up until then I thought I was the only one mm -hmm. I thought I was the only one who had left a so-called blazing career successful career dropped mm -hmm. out um, and taken the unconventional path and gone my own way and at the time when I was doing it when I left law everyone around me was like you're insane what are you doing you're crazy so just I you know like Amy there was no one for me mm -hmm. in my corner cheering for me saying you've got this I'm so proud congratulations there was none of that so I I had to do it alone and it's very difficult to do that by yourself and so for me, sharing my story and warts and all, it's a real warts and all story that I share. There's nothing left um, to be, you know, to be unsaid in my story and telling it like it is. So people really understand the courage that you said that it does take to transition into doing something that you love. But the upside is when you follow your heart's calling, when you follow the call of what I call your soul, you know, that deep inner voice, your intuitive hit, when you follow it, 
everything that you need is lined up for you. And so trusting that. So I, I just trusted and it wrote itself, you know, my, my chapter in the book literally wrote itself and it was a joy to write and it's um, been a joy to share it with everyone. So yeah, it's super exciting. That is beautiful. And the intuition that you talk about, this is something that everyone have, but they, most of the time they choose to ignore it because it usually tells you to go the other way. <laughs> it usually tells you to go the other way. The way I see it, leaders, this is if society goes this way, leaders go this way because they are creating a path for other people. Um, I wanted to come back to Amy here about intuition because working with Amy, Amy is very intuitive. She allows that to occur in her business. Like Amy, you don't have a checklist to kind of doing that, right? So um, I just wanted to check in with you, Amy, in terms of number one, intuition, just, just a little bit kind of like what it takes to trust intuition in the business. And also what kind of impact are you seeing that you have to yourself or others by being an author? I love this question. So to the intuition piece, I think as we've mentioned kind of a few times, um, we are the outliers, right? We are the people that are paving our own path, so to speak. And so for me, it was that intuition piece that was guiding me. And I even spoke about this in my, my story a little bit of like this nudge, this whisper of like, don't settle, there's more. And it was terrifying. It was absolutely terrifying. So I didn't even mention this the first round, but I was a marriage and family therapist. I had a fantastic job, literally like clients just handed to me every single week. Like the, it was great. It was like everything that I thought that I wanted until I got it. And then it wasn't what I wanted, but every step that intuition piece, even though there were times I'm not perfect, I didn't listen to it as quickly as I could have. It never steered me wrong. Every crazy decision, every crazy idea, it's still guiding me. It's still leading me. And again, I wouldn't be where I am today without that. So listen to that intuition. And honestly, for me, it feels like that inner knowing, right? That little whisper, that little voice that's like, you know, you're, you're going along and it's like this in your feelings. That's another way that I do it too, right? Does this feel good to you? Are you happy? Are you fulfilled? Are you excited? And if you're not, oftentimes it's because, you know, coming back to the alignment piece, something's off and, and something's missing. And so we can always have the ability to kind of tweak that and, and, and check in with ourselves to see like, what would make this better? So that's the intuition piece. Can you remind Beautiful. me the second, the second question? The second, the second question part? is the impact that you can see um, has happened or already happening or soon to happen from being an author, from being a number one international best-selling author? I love this. Okay, so one, it's just the authority piece, right? Of like, and this was something Taryn spoke to me about early on of just like people view you differently. Like when you can add that to your title, to your resume, it's like, it honestly, it sets you apart in the best way possible, right? It makes people take you seriously. It makes people double look at you. And so a lot of us are entrepreneurs. And so if you can add that or showcase that, it immediately is, is a credibility builder 
And so that's been, that's been really fun and awesome. And for me also, I mean, the accolades are, are, are nice. Don't get me wrong, but it always comes back to that piece of hope of like, I've had so many women reach out and be like, I want to write a book too, or I want to be in a book too. And, be, you know, reading your chapter has helped me see I can do this too. And so for me, that's, that's what makes it all worth it. Like I'm willing to put myself out there and to go first because it allows other women to, to say, I can do that too. Absolutely. And it is that part of allowing others, like advocating for them. This is possible because majority of the time people do have that desire, but they kind of like, no, kind of pull back, but kind of like you trading the passion that, okay, this is possible and the authority. I mean, who would you rather choose, a self-proclaimed expert or a best-selling author? I mean, it is a no-brainer kind of that. And look at today, Amy, what has caused today from the book, right, for us to meeting in. And I remember like when I first got connected to you, um, you sent me a message. It was after I have given my TED Talk. TED Talk is really, really intense. It's a six to 12 months process. My brain was fried. And then Amy messaged me after the TED Talk. I'm like, huh, what, what's going on? Uh, okay, I'm like, okay. And then I, I think I said yes. And then like, okay, yes. And then it led to something. And then the next thing, and then the next thing. It's always that. And then today, here today, and I'm pretty sure this is like, we have more to come. We have more to come within us. So, Beautifully said, Amy. Um, I want to kind of like come back to um, Sarah here. What's the biggest impact that you feel that have um, that you have achieved or received from being an author? Um, this is a. It's very personal. It's mm -hmm. the validation mm. that what I went through. Um, so many people didn't know the people I worked with that ended up reading my chapter and going, um, the validation of, yes, I see that in our culture. I didn't see it happening to you, but now that I've read your story, I can now see it. And so that's the biggest impact I think is as all of us are sharing our stories, uh, a lot of us left because the workplace culture was not aligned with who we were. Uh, and who we are at our core. And so when we start to share it, people can start seeing it because they've never heard it before from our perspective. And so I think that's the biggest impact. And I'm excited for it to be a ripple effect that more and more people start seeing the, the microaggressions, the whatever, you know, the, the little things that add up and going, oh, that's what all these women were talking about. That's why they're leaving how do we shift? How do we change? Absolutely. It's kind of like you said, first and foremost, it's kind of your own thing, isn't it? Oh my God, did I really do that? It's kind of your bucket list and giving yourself the confidence to like, you know what? I'm actually pretty amazing and kind of like having doing that um, and the confidence. And then like it's allowing others to see and opening their eyes from the people that read the chapter, even if it's just a line, we know how people read, and then, oh, and then they focus on something. 
So that is beautiful, sister. And if I haven't, if I haven't said it before, that I want to say that I'm so, so proud for each, with each and every one of you ladies for showing up, for sharing your stories. It's gonna, it's giving me goosebumps. I can like feel it because the amount of courage, the amount of commitment it takes, even though it's like a chapter, but it takes everything, everything to put yourself out there with that one chapter with the words the the thinking is this the thing is this should I do this should I do this what if people don't like it what if I become this what if it seems this it takes everything and I just wanted to acknowledge each and every one of you for being there how proud of them how um you know like celebrating each and every one of you ladies so celebrating Amy Terry and Rye and Johnny and Sarah for the work that you do for the courage that you do for the commitment to fight for yourself and other people. So well done, darlings. Um, so you're not alone anymore. So if you say it any more time, I'm, I'm alone. Like I'm gonna come back and I'm gonna make you cook a meal for me, okay? So you're not alone anymore. I'm proud of each and every one of you. So right, darling, come and share what is like the biggest impact that you have seen from being an author. Oh, yeah, and I, I feel like the biggest pieces are, are yet to come because the book is so new. And yet in these early stages, the stories that I've heard, the people who've reached out to me, the people who've emailed me going, I just read your chapter. Holy crap. <laughs> and they, <laughs> you know, my chapter is very much about mental health. And like Amy, I was in the mental health world. I was mm. training to be an LMFT and, um, I've received feedback from people on both sides, on the side of freelancers who say, yeah, I went into the freelance lifestyle because I struggle with mental health issues too, because I share my story of PTSD in that chapter. Mm -hmm. And then on the flip side, hearing from people in the mental health world saying, yeah, I did go into this field because I kind of had this hero complex to make sense and make value out of the traumas that I went through. And so just the fact that nobody talks about this, nobody talks about the fact that a lot of us go into entrepreneurship and being our own bosses because we have suffered traumas, we have dealt with mental health issues. And so we need to kind of create a world that's tailor suited to us. And that's perfectly fine. You can do that. And it actually creates the space for you to heal way faster than if you try to force yourself into that very corporate kind of traditional path and be someone that you're not, you know, the, the freelance and entrepreneurial lifestyle allows you to really be who you are. And that's not something that our society as a whole lets us do. And so to share my story and then have people go, finally, like I, someone who gets me, someone who understands what I've been through and what I've suffered and how difficult it's been. Mm -hmm. It almost, I think to answer your question, the biggest impact is seeing how everyone feels so alone. And then I share one story about how I got to this place. And now we all feel so connected and hurt. It's, it's not just me getting to have my story heard, but it's everyone else feeling like now they can share it with me and have their story heard as well. Absolutely. And you know, you talk about mental health, right? Which is something that still has a taboo kind of mm -hmm. like connotation to it um but you know like like 
back back then when you have a mental health you go to the cuckoo place right there's no ifs yeah. and buts about you go to the cuckoo place so it is something that is like a disease but it's actually um part of our um lifestyle now whether you know like when you when you're a mom when you become a mom you know you have that part of mental health that you have to take care of being an entrepreneur has a part of mental health that you take care of and whatever yeah. part that you have to do which is like you kind of breaking the barrier and sharing your voice about that something that people are not willing to share about because again it's something that is very taboo or superstitious to even talk about it and you've been given the platform to like you know what this is what I went through this is something that is real this is how I felt this is what I've gone through so well done for that right for having that courage to share that part and also you mentioned about you know it's a trickling effect isn't it yeah. the rippling effect very much so. I feel like a book is like a golden ticket to places that you want to be um, like certainly in my work like I help women with whether it's Forbes TV magazines interview TED talk a book actually got me to a TED talk because I've written so many things and with a TED talk guess what you have to write your speech right it's so similar um, to a book so beautifully said there right um, I'm gonna come to Anjani now because Anjani says she's an introvert and intuitive what I know about introverts they know how to have a good time right behind closed doors she's like oh yeah she has the party already going behind that uh, so Anjani tell us um, the biggest impact that you have uh, when being an author and also what are the things that you did to celebrate yourself for going through this process yes for me personally becoming a best-selling author has been incredibly liberating because it helped me come out mm -hmm. you know even though I've been in business for myself for over a decade now mm -hmm. I found that I was doing it very quietly, you know, as long as people didn't know that what, what I was doing, it was okay, I could hide and there's no hiding anymore. And so there was this sense of personal liberation, like I finally got to share my voice and my real story, the truth, all of it, nothing but the truth. So help me God, you know, it's, it's get it out there so that people can relate to what I've been through with what they are going through. So it's also, um, I agree with Sarah, validation. I literally cried. I, I cried when we launched because finally I got to do something that I've always dreamed about. It's been on my vision board forever since I can remember. And to finally realize that dream and, and do it with, 17 other women who all have had that same experience and feeling for me was so powerful and you know I have beautiful friends now around the world in these women and we are helping each other so much and it's more than a book it's a movement so for me what it's become and is becoming is a movement and I really see that and I feel very humbled and proud to be part of it so you know, it's it's been such an amazing gift and it keeps giving, not just to us, but everyone who reads the stories. I've got lots of feedback from clients, from friends, from family who said, I didn't know that about you. And um, so 
it's great to to just share that be honest and real that's what people connect with and that's what inspires and motivates and mobilizes people when they connect on that real level absolutely and then i think you just touch each, each and every one's heart with the word movement that it is a movement that i the way i see it, it is a movement that build bridges between people between one world or the other it's not just this world or this world but it is the bridge that a movement that builds the bridges the connection that people can from this world and that world to go through and you know to visit each other to say hi and it's actually such a powerful tool and spoken like a true lawyer the truth and nothing but the truth that kind of like bringing it in so what a beautiful way to kind of like trickling that movement isn't it and journey and then expansion um from it the trickling effect of it so beautiful so tarin darling i know it gets it touches your heart isn't it when you see um this woman because uh i know what it's like when you lead a book project i've lead multiple myself it's always the same thing it feels like you have another baby over and over <laughs> over and over again so tell Absolutely. us what is the, the biggest impact that you can see for yourself or your business or the people around you just by being an author and showing your voice yeah there are so many benefits and i'm i'm crying i just want to tell you all you guys i am so proud of each and every one of you and it is it's like it's like having another child but within that i've got so many more souls that are now connected and going forth and doing even more amazing things and it's like being this mother that gets to see is then releasing what she's done out into the world and seeing your vision made reality because with a multi-author book project the vision comes from the facilitator first the leader and then you have to trust that whoever you're inviting in is that right fit and we've discussed so many benefits here you know it's the authority piece it's the personal development the healing piece it's the liberation piece and you can also use it as a lead generating tool a marketing tool for your business you can give it away as a bonus in your funnel and the key magic that happens here the magic key is that people aren't seeing this very polished version of you they can connect to you on that human soul level and go she gets me or he gets me or oh me too or she has the same values as me oh i can see how she now has the skills to work with me on this thing and so it there are so many layers to a book it is never just a book you know people come in thinking that they're just writing a book but it's so much more than that absolutely it's bigger than they think you know um uh, um i i do get it because how do you tell people it's just the beginning but because to them it's like <laughs> everything like you know putting themselves out there and you mentioned about the soul right it is the connection of the soul um because in your chapter you have your name you have the title but you don't have your face yet you know all face comes yeah. later but it is the storytelling part that kind of connects one another i mean for, if if tarin if you were to do like a textbook style <laughs> book 
do, do, do. Everybody yeah. would be asleep by the first paragraph. Like nobody <laughs> would kind of like to, but it's a page turner. Like storytelling yes. is a page turner. It's always is. That's why movie sells um, so well. Movie sells yes. so well because it is a page turner. So I love that part of it, the connection of the soul. And then it is a lead generation tool. It is a marketing tool. It is a business side. It is an authority tool. It is your purpose tool. Whatever it is that you want to call it, it is a start to so many things. So yes. let's wrap up this interview with leaving people with one powerful word that you can live either from your chapter or yourself to like, you know, make it scrumchy, make it delicious, make it sexy, make it intentional. So I'll start with Tarin and we go all the way up. So Tarin, what's your one power word? Mm, it's courage. Beautiful courage. And Johnny, what's the one sexy word that you have to say today? I have to echo that courage. Beautiful courage. Sarah here, what is your one um, inspiring word for the day? Alignment alignment beautiful right what is your one power word today freedom freedom love it and right can i just say do you do any voice uh, over voice acting because of your voice do um, i yeah do, do you because i know <laughs> you do copywriting do you do any voice over voice acting on no audible? i have a podcast but no i don't i'm not a voice actor <laughs> but thank you <laughs> okay perfect and another opportunity for you <laughs> if tarin wants to turn this book into like an audible and probably there you go right you have that voice you have that voice ching ching ching, ching. that's what i do and let's wrap up with all the way up to how are you my beautiful friend amy what is your one power word i'm gonna be a rebel i'm gonna do two so first one is hope and second one is intuition beautiful hope intuition courage freedom it is a part of each one of you and it changes the power word but embrace that, embrace who you are, the intuition, the hope, the gut instinct that what Anjani is saying, like it's when it's calling you, trust um, that gut instinct that it is meant for you. The best thing and the right thing will be always, will always be given to you. You just got to open your heart and you just got to either say yes or no, especially when you've been praying, God, show me the sign, show me the sign. And then the sign comes and that knocking at your door, you're like, no, 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 show me a sign, but it's there. So trust your gut, trust intuition, sharing your voice in a book or whatever platform that you choose um, so that you can be the bridge, the connection with other souls and create a movement to take people um, to wherever they want to and give them hope. Thank you so much, darlings. What a beautiful, beautiful interview today here. Thank you so much, Amy, Tarin, Rai, and Jani and Sarah for joining me today. If any of you ladies or those listening today would love to share your voices on prestigious platform, whether it's on books, TV, magazines, TED, Forbes, interviews, speaking engagements, come and check out isdiharjamil.com. We have something special for you. And for those of you ladies, can you just say, Hello, and I mean goodbye. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And until the next episode, this is your host, Dr. Izdihar Jamil. Tell yourself, yes, I can. And so it is done. Thank you for listening. Bye.